here's the club. Who's joining the club? I'm already in the club. Lifetime movie club. Come on. Do you have a clubhouse? Like I, a treehouse? I don't, but I did when I was little. You go up there, you watch your Lifetime movies in your well, treehouse? I, I could if I could get my satellite like in the tree. <laughs> I don't know how that would work out. You could do it. All right. Um, you know what? I'm going to make a clubhouse in my living room. <laughs> the fort? <laughs> yes, yeah. I'm the fort. Hello, fort. It's a, it's a lifetime movie fort slash club. <laughs> so if you want to be part of the club, the coolest club in school, I'm talking about the Lifetime Movies Club. You can stream Lifetime Movies commercial-free, and a new movie is added every single solitary day. Watch anywhere, anytime, and on any device. Some of my faves to watch right now is the remake of Beaches starring Adina Menzel and Nia Long. It follows two friends through different backgrounds whose friendships span more than 35 years through childhood, love, and even tragedy. Or <laughs> this one creeps I'm me out. I'm get you to watch it. No! Girl in the box! <laughs> girl in the box. Girl in the box. Girl in the box. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's scary. The story takes place in 1977. That Even that year is scary. <laughs> it's it's and, creepy. It's a creepy no, year. it's a creepy year. That's when it, Star Wars came out. That's creepy. Oh. A girl is kidnapped and kept in a coffin-sized box. Will she <laughs> ever escape? I can't watch it. I mean, it's my favorite to try not to watch because I, I'm scared, but I'm gonna, I want to watch it. You're going to do it. I don't think I don't want We'll have to talk to the people in the club. This is the ultimate destination for lifetime movie lovers, and right now, listeners of my podcast, Brandy Glenville Unfiltered, can get an exclusive extended one-month free trial by going to lifetimemovieclub.com slash brandy. Get on this right now, start binging the best lifetime movies, and be part of the club. That's lifetimemovieclub.com slash brandy. Do you know what this is? It's stimulating, mind-expanding, the in thing. It's the hula hoop of the jet generation. Podcast1.com presents celebs, pop culture, fashion. No one gets to tell me not to curse. Oh, and some of that, too. This is Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Now, here's Brandy Glanville. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. This is producer Will Sterling. You may or may not know my voice, but uh, Brandy, you know, is still away overseas shooting Celebrity Big Brother in the UK. So she's not in the studio this week. So what I've decided to do is put together a little best of the top five from 2017 so far. We've had a lot of great guests and a lot of funny conversations and a lot of crazy shit has been said. So sit back, relax the top five, and make sure to come back next week for more of Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Brandy's bestie, Dean Tremay. So tell me, so now you're dating someone new. I'm dating somebody new. How serious is it? It's getting kind of serious. How long? Getting kind of serious. Couple months. That is not. I'm just saying. I mean, for me, that's the the engagement (laughs) announcements are probably going to come out. No, I'm kidding. Holy, you mean third time's a charm. No, I'm pumping the brakes. No. Is she out here in Beverly Hills? She's not out here. Hmm. She's in New York City. Interesting. And so how nice, is this? Nice Jewish is, girl again. Oh. I mean, I'm happy for you. At this point, you're just like a kosher piece of meat. Like, that's I'm a, Justine. I'm just a nice kosher piece of meat. So Top are you going to be a Jew? I am a Jew. I've been a Jew. For how long? <laughs> because I'm of Sarah? Jewish. No, before that. I don't think it's right to, you don't convert for people. But I'm, you converted for yourself? Yeah. 
Oh, you just wanted to be Jewish. I did. I wanted to be Jewish. I mean, I don't blame you. They were really rich and stuff. And yeah, I joined for the jokes, too, so I could just... What is that? <laughs> it's a Seinfeld line. <laughs> it's, oh. it's an old... All right. I, I watched Seinfeld. Uh, I just no, it's you. great for business. That's exactly why I did it, Brandy. Yeah, they, it is really good for business and no. your bank account. No, I've always yeah. been drawn to it. I think it's a beautiful religion spiritually. Um, it's a great family environment. So. It is, but you don't have a family. I, <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> not yet. Not so yet. you want to raise your kids as Jews? I, yes, I, do. I would like to bring them up. I personally Jewish. would rather have Hanukkah than Christmas because I feel like Christmas is overloaded. Eight, well, eight nights would be better yeah, for you Yeah, but one anyways. thing each day. So the kids, for my kids, they would actually appreciate that one thing before they just open and tear the next present open and they throw it aside and they don't care about any of it. Like, where's the next present? Yeah. Like, I think we're going to start doing Hanukkah. You're going to start doing Hanukkah? Yeah, but you I can don't... adopt that. You know, it's like the yeah. minor... Everyone, like, gets so crazy. Like, anyone who's not Jewish gets crazy about... Hanukkah's like a minor holiday. It's My, not even... I get um, kosher Lipton chicken noodle soup. What? Then you're like... You're almost, almost Jewish. <laughs> you are almost Jewish. Uh, no, but I'm more Jewish than most of my ambivalent, like, Jewish friends in L.A. who grew up Jewish. And they're not drawn to it at all. And they're just like, oh, yeah, we were raised Jewish. Shabbat dinner. I gotta go. No, I, I love don't... Shabbat. I, no. I throw a who mean doesn't? Shabbat. A little matzo ball for you. I throw a mean Shabbat dinner. <laughs> oh my heart. What is wrong with you? What? No, it's fine. It's like, it's just, it's very random. But you, you That's became... what my mom, my mom was like, what? You're Jew- <laughs> Why are you Jewish? And I was like, <laughs> my grandmother freaked out when I told her but I was converting. But what were you before? I was Catholic. So basically you just take guilt from one place and shift it to the other side. It's like not but Now you get the guilt, deal. the chocolate guilt. What chocolate? Oh, guilt. <laughs> guilt. That's guilt. <laughs> not guilt. That's guilt. My Han- kids call it guilt. Hanukkah guilt. 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 I'm like, what's that? They're like, it's guilt. I'm like, okay. No, guilt is the website that tells you about all those deals. I think that's guilt. No, that's guilt. 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 Like guilt, guilt. G I L T is like they have. They're not a sponsor for us. Please stop hacking oh, about sorry. it. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, so now. <laughs> we're going to be sponsored by Hanukkah Guilt, though. We're about to be. Do you, like, do you like chocolate wrapped in golden foil? Who doesn't, well, you're right? You're going to love. Yeah, well, Brandy Geltville. Do you do you think that you'll do a bris for your son when you have a baby? Yeah, of course. Like just torture him a little oh, bit. I know. It's, I just went to a friend's oh, bris. It's, it's brutal. I can't. I cried. I watched. I'm like, no, because most of our friends here in LA <laughs> are Jewish, and I've been to a few, and I've decided I don't. I won't go to them anymore. It's honestly, it's not right. It's brutal. It's not right, but and you're going to do it. But it's kind of it's you know it's a rite of passage. Passage. The baby's fully awake, fully like not the sedated, baby's drunk on and they it's cut fine. up. His penis. They don't cut off his penis. They, I don't they know. cut I don't, it up. I don't know. They cut it up. Oh, they cut it up. No, they, they take the foreskin it's, off. It's torture. Yeah. It's, you know. It th- is. Thankfully, manipul- you don't have those. Uh, what is that? Ugh. Just oh, one more painful, repressed Jewish memory for him in his long line. I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> the good news is most of the Jewish guys I've dated have had large penises. Really? Mm-hmm. It's it's a fun fact, very fun fact. <laughs> yes, it's a fun fact. That's why I joined. They were like, "Look, you listen. You're, at this point, you just got to be a Jew." I was like, "Yay, yeah, you know." Brandy Glanville unfiltered. We'll be back in a minute. A&E's Leah Remini, Scientology, and the Aftermath is coming back for season two. And let me tell you, I've met Leah, and she is a firecracker. And she is honest, and she is brave, and she does not give a rat's. You know what? She just tells the truth. You have and, and to. She, she's, she, honestly, I'm a huge fan, and I will be watching, and I will fight for this woman. <laughs> so A&E's Emmy-nominated, groundbreaking docu-series, Leah Remini, Scientology, and The Aftermath returns for season two on August 15th with 10 
all new episodes. We all, you know, we all want to know. We all want to know what goes on behind those Scientology walls. Leah Remini Scientology and the Aftermath follows Leah Remini along with high-level former Scientology executives and church members as they delve deep into shocking stories of abuse, heartbreak, and harassment experienced by those who have left the church and spoken publicly about their experiences. This is bullying and a whole nother... The fact that this is a thing blows my mind. It's a cult. They just built a brand new building in Burbank. And Tom Cruise is God. That's crazy. All right, this season, Leah Remini continues her quest to give a voice to victims of the Church of Scientology. The series also explores accounts of former members whose lives have been significantly impacted by the practices of this church. I hate that they call it a church. It's a cult. Let's just call it what it is. Remini is helping people take action, turning survivors into fighters, revealing truths, and seeking justice. Watch the first season of Leah Remini, Scientology and the Aftermath online, on demand, and in the A&E app. Internet sensation, Courtney Stodden. Sorry, I'm drinking water. I'm hydrating. I had this thing. Let's talk about surgery, plastic surgery, because okay. we have to. Sure. You have a great body. Aww. Your waist is tiny. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I'm very jealous of that because once you have it's kids, all the it stress. Go it's, back. It, no, it's all the stress. <laughs> no, yeah, stress is a great diet. Like literally I crying, the, it tightens your yeah. abs. So yes, just and, cry right? and your and eyes you're, out. When you're anxious, you're, you're constantly <laughs> burning calories because you're anxious and you're like yeah, oh driving and you're all tensed up and you have to relax. God and knows. It's the, the best diet. The divorce diet? It's I wrote the about best. that. It's so funny. <laughs> I mean, it's. I don't want to ever go through that heartache again, but it is, it definitely keeps you real thin, (laughs) really thin. But you've obviously had your boobs done. Yes. I have too, so I'm not judging, but No, and I have my nose done as well. I'm very open. Uh Uh-huh. No, I didn't know that. I didn't read that. And you actually look the same because I was looking at pictures of you from before you, the only real difference to me is the boobs and the hair being so blonde. I mean, you look pretty much the same as you did when you were 16. Really? To me. Thank you, I yeah. guess. <laughs> no, I mean, I didn't see it. You said you were bullied at school for what you look like. What? I was, yeah. I mean, but this was like in grade school. And so, you know, it's like yeah. a little petty little grade school bullying. But yeah, I mean, I always had my own. I was um, vice president of my grade school. So oh, I was hilarious. very popular. But then when I hit a point when I was like maybe in sixth grade, yeah, a lot of my friends turned on me. And so... What were you they know, bullying you about? You know, it was kind of a town where, like, you know, most girls would just go to school, you know, and, you know, not care about what they look like. Oh, okay. Know, maybe not take a shower like for granola-y. three days. It's like a little more granola. <laughs> yeah. I see. Yeah, you know, and I was clean, and, you know, my hair was done, and I don't know. I just, you know, they just started bullying me. Yeah. So, um, thankfully, my parents pulled me out, and I finished school online. Oh, that's Christian good. A Christian, a Christian yeah. university. And so your Christian parents Academy. are really devout Christians, correct? Um, I wouldn't say Bible-thumping devout. Right. Well, they yeah, let you marry I mean... someone when you were 16, so they're not, I guess, not that devout. Praise God. Right. Hallelujah. Oh, wow. And so from there, then you just, so you got out of school and mm. you started talking online through your aunt, a friend of yours, or your aunt hooked you up to talk to this guy? No, 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 no. Okay. okay. So he was like a family friend. Yeah, no, Wikipedia is all crazy. No, um, he was a family friend. And so he had acting classes up in um, Southern California in in Hollywood, and I was in Seattle. So I was interested in acting and interested in in the art, and we started talking, communicating. He was teaching me, um, you know, via... Online, like you were taking an online course? Yeah, like through, yeah, like online course. And now when I explain the story, no, I have to say that like when I tell this story now, I 
I feel so uncomfortable telling it. Because well, it's just like it's, now I'm like, like well, I'm having a late reaction. Hindsight is it's 20, like, 20. You know, I mean, it's like, oh. It's like, what in the, what? You know, yeah. this is crazy. Well, you were a baby. You didn't know what you were um, doing. Yeah. And my mom. your was, parents. Well, Why would they, they let you do yeah. that? Well, my mom was, you know, very um, excited about it. And she also had aspirations of coming to Hollywood. So. So you were her way in a little bit. Yeah, I mean, maybe a little bit, yeah. No, a lot, really. <laughs> no, I don't like that, sorry. I mean, I'm not trying to judge your mom, but that bothers me. Well, we, we, we barely talk mm. now. We I'm have sorry. a really um, difficult relationship, and I think that also makes me feel extremely, like, depressed. Resentful, knowing that right. Not resentful, just depressed. I mean, just, like, miserable. Like, here's my no, daughter, like, take her. Right? Let me get to Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, so we don't really, you know, talk right. that much. But, yeah, I mean, just, like, explaining the story now, not to stop explaining it, but it's just, like, I don't know. It's crazy. Just, right, you're just, like, that's the past. Just, just go Google it, you yeah. know? Like, no, it's, I mean, it, yeah. at the end of the day, it is the past. The past is the past. Is, and yeah. we can only change yeah. what we do moving forward. We can't right, change the past. Right. We can apologize for it. Right. And I have to say sorry a lot about my past. <laughs> but I think that the best way, and I said this to my son the other day, but you can't change what you did. What you can change right now is what you do what moving you do. forward. Mm-hmm. And, and I just think it's really important, especially, like, if you're so young, you really have to be single for at least two to three years. Like, you know totally what I single. want to be? I, I honestly, the thought of being in a relationship right now, like, I get animosity about it. Like, You're like, like, fuck that. I know, you need to have so that. so bitter. Yeah, well, I mean, listen. you Like, you, I go out on these dates, and then, you know, after, like, the third glass of champagne, I'm like, who the fuck are you? Like, get away from me, you know? Like, wait, it's, this it's is so, it's not great. Yeah, no. You just have to, sp- but, honestly, spend time with your girlfriends. Right. Really, like, make sure that you have the right people around you. That's those, hard, though. It is really I mean, hard that in is this so, town. That is such good advice, but it's like, it's really hard how do you do. pick that advice up when you have a lot of, like, you know, leeches, yep. like, you know, sucking the life out of you? <laughs> you know what? I, I For you, I don't know how you're going to handle it because I realized that once people knew who I was and the camera, you know, this thing called fame came around, I realized that I don't, I don't want to make new friends. Mm-hmm. My old friends that, I, that knew me before there was a camera, that before any, I could do anything for them are the people that I still hang out with that I put investment and in, of my time and energy into right. because the new friends that I have made, they're all takers. Mm-hmm. And they are all in it to see what oh, they could you're get. Right. You're, no, you're right. And I was, and it's, I've been disappointed over and over again. So you really have to be careful and maybe find people on your level that they can't. I'm that, just that, too tired to do that too, I though. Know, you but, know, like, you, I'm but you need a good support like, system, though. I do. I do. But I think that's, you know, I, mean, I know she's a dog. But like, you know, I mean, yeah, my dog I'm, is like, I love, because I'm an animal rights activist with yeah, PETA. I that right? too. So, yeah. I mean, I love animals. I think they're like the best therapist on the planet. I, you can so have I my just, like, dog. stay with her for a while. I'll marry her. Oh, she's so good. cute. Oh, she just is so good. If my dogs were in here, it'd be hell. <laughs> oh, I love I animals train too, her, but though. I can't with mine. I, I rescued them and I've had trainers and they work. They're perfect for the trainers. And the trainers leave and they're like, <laughs> Fuck yeah, back to party. Go back to mom. Like, no. Do whatever you want. Yeah, and so, but that's cute. Uh, that is great. So you're a vegan too, right? Or I'm a vegetarian. a vegetarian. I I need. I mean, I really respect vegans. I will be so honest. Like I I, I kind that of means like back no egg, no cheese, no anything, no, right? No dairy, Ugh. right? I couldn't do it. I like meat. Sorry. And, oh, don't I, hey, I don't judge. It's fine. In and out um, later. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm a vegetarian, and um, how do you? I just I mean, see. I mean, I I see ice cream at Baskin and Robbins. I'm like, oh. 
fuck. Yeah, you no. know, I need that. <laughs> you know? I just had that the other night, pralines and cream. It was so good. Oh, that's the best. It was the best. That's the like, best one. And I'm not a big ice cream person. So random that you just said Peter, that. Peter, forgive me. Sorry. You're like, <laughs> ice cream's so good. <laughs> but, I mean, there's only so much. I mean, if you can't do it, at least you're doing the best you can. Right. Were you always a vegetarian? Um, I wasn't always a vegetarian, but I've never had a hamburger in my life. I've never don't start because you cow. might, might <laughs> never go back. Never go back. <laughs> hamburgers are my jam. Wait, you taste so the cow, good. you don't go back. That's cute. Yes. No, I've never had a hamburger. I've um. Were your parents? Vegetarian? I only had turkey. I think okay. my whole life I discriminated against turkeys yeah. and just because probably the holiday I you felt so like you had to right maybe yeah. I don't like turkey. Everyone's like, oh yay, Thanksgiving food. I'm gonna get fat. I'm like. I don't like turkey. I don't like stuffing. I don't. It's just not. <laughs> You're up in the In and Out burger. Yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> Give me a steak or like any kind of pasta. Ugh, I love carbs. Pasta. Carb yes, city. I, love... I eat so many carbs. It's me so too. bad. It's so bad. My friends are like, you should eat 300 pounds. I get, I eat it, but I finish. <laughs> my friends say, but I'm like, I, but I don't eat the whole plate just because it's there. I eat it until I'm full and then I stop. I eat the whole plate. I, See, I, I have I, like, I, I mean, champagne. I have the worst diet. I really do. I, I do too. But maybe it's that's probably why contributing I'm to my depression. It, you know you what? Know, like, you are what you eat, though. But you're having. I mean, you're, you're eating pretty clean because you're eating all vegetables, and right? No, not really. I need to eat more. I'm the worst vegetarian. So you're just eating pasta and <laughs> fried food. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Great. I know. I'm. I'm. I'm a healthy girl. <laughs> well, at least you have good skin. I always think like my skin breaks out <clears throat> still because I have the worst diet. And I'm like, oh, if I, I break only, out all the time. if only I could just yeah, not go that. to Del Taco. That would be great, but I can't help it. Taco Bells, and I love Taco Bells. See, I'm a so Del Taco. Gross. I can't. This is so disgusting now that I'm thinking about what I eat. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, uh, champagne and pasta champagne, and Champagne, Taco Bell, potatoes, Yum. onion rings. <laughs> so basically, yeah, it, that's a lot of carbs. You should, yeah, you should be like 300 pounds. Wait, so now tell Next me about, time you see me. Yeah, right. Well, you never know. I mean, it is like at 25, you'll gain that extra five. At 30, there's an extra five with that. And oh, then great. every five years, it's extra five. My All right, well, maybe I'll be plump so you, and beautiful. <laughs> You're so skinny. I'll be but... plump and beautiful. Brandy Glanville Unfiltered will return in a minute. Ooh, here are my favorite people. The writer dies, the true car peeps. There's something about my true car people that you don't know. Using true car can also help you buy a used car. Yes, new or used. <laughs> In fact, there are over 700,000 pre-owned vehicles available from True Car certified dealers nationwide. So whether you're looking to buy a new car or a used car, and there's nothing wrong with getting a used car. I, I've, I've, you, my will. I interrupted you mid-ad. Yeah, you got excited. I have a used car. I bought a used car. From True Car? No. Well, that's your own fault. But I purchased a used car. Well, that's then you should have went through two cars. So now you don't. Now you probably got, I got a really swindled. bad price. Yeah, I overpaid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You have to go through my dealership. This it's a network of really crazy I people knew. that help you. The guy was shysty. Yep. Yeah. Well. Now, you don't have to deal with shysty people. You just have to go through True Car. So whether you're looking to buy a new or used car like Will, you can get upfront pricing, information that empowers, discounts off the list price for used cars, and a better buying experience through our True Car certified dealer network that Will did not use. There are over 700,000 pre-owned vehicles available from True Car certified dealers nationwide. As I said, you will see what other people paid for the car that you want so that you know what a fair price is and feel confident that you're not getting swindled like Will did. <laughs> I'm never going to live this down now. I know. It's true. You really, it's a true car. It's yeah. true, true car. It's true. 
works. Yes. And you need to go through that my, my, like that little network of my people. Right. Yeah. So with TrueCar, you can connect with local certified dealers of your choosing so you can enjoy a quick, easy car buying experience. Using TrueCar, you can easily find the new or used car that you want. So when you're ready to buy a car, new or used, just visit, it's this easy, Will, visit TrueCar to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Some features are not available in all states, but they're available here okay. in California. Next time I buy a used car. Okay. We're doing TrueCar. Me too. Teen mom OG, Amber Portwood. Because you're not encouraging people to go out and have babies Absolutely as teenagers. Not. You're saying, like, listen, no. look where I've been and what I've had to go through, and you don't want to do this. The message is getting lost, though, and on this show. It is. Which is important is in Amber and I both, and her in particular. I'm having a really people, hard time right now. People can change, and I think that, you know, we're walking, talking examples of people who have a past that – have come out on the other side, right? And there's there's hope for I a lot of so people. I feel so bad for this guy. I mean, I thought <laughs> I, I mean, he seems pretty stuff. together though. He's no. handling his shit there's very well. There's a reason well. why this man is. There's a reason why we're together. First of all, because he's a badass motherfucker. Okay, <laughs> nobody know knows this, but nobody knows. He's this. turning red. It's listen, cute. But nobody. <laughs> listen, me. Come on now. Everything I've been through, you think I'm going to be with some? I'm, I'm naive. No. People say, "Oh God, I get that all the time. You're so naive. You're so this." We've like, broken up, I don't know how many damn times. We've broken up. You for a know. few hours here and there. Yeah, you know. You know. He, he's been back to Massachusetts a couple of times, came back because we love each other like, like yeah. it ain't nothing. But we get through it. Either you move on because somebody did something in their past. Right. Or, you know, you stay with them, you know. I, and, and I said, Amber, look at your life. Look at his life. Let's talk. Let's do this. And, and this this relationship we we've been to uh, couples counseling. We've been we're really like we're true life partners, and because of that, you re- I, he really compliments you, and he's very proud of you and the I'm way he talks. It. It's very sweet, but I mean, it's just you can see the love that he has for you. Yeah, she. Uh, do you see the love that I, I have do? For him? I do. I know. Nobody I ever says that. No, I, I do, but it's just re- of course I do. But it's just <laughs> he is so proud to be next to you, and it's just really sweet. And oh, yeah. I want him to know that I'm proud. But I, you know of what? Course. I want You're people sitting... to know about him. The novel that he wrote was from years ago. No, not of not. When the I met this man, he out. was an author, and he never said anything. And he was getting people telling him he was a like, oh, you're you have no money or this or that. This man was playing poker, making thousands of dollars. I'm talking about that was his job. Like, but yeah. what money? Like, like, when people are like, "Oh, you don't have money," like, who fucking cares? Like, like, we don't need to tell you what what he just moved. Like, when he just moved to Indiana, it was really hard for him to get a job. And I mean, it's, it's Indiana. It's hard for anywhere. It's, it's hard, hard anywhere. anywhere. Yeah, you're very true. That's. Sorry no, but I, I mean, no, no, no. I didn't you know mean it like a is. judgment. It's just, no, I know. It's a difficult thing. It is. Mm-hmm. And, and when he first, and they completely just like bashed him. And but those were my fans that did a lot of that because they're like they thought he was leeching guy? off. Of and you. the other thing that people yeah. need to understand, I've said this before, um, and we we've, we've talked about it. I didn't get paid from the show no. until last, last year. year. Uh, I didn't ask for anything. People say, oh, he's on the show for money. We finally did I after never, all the press right. started coming out. So now, do I make a good living now? Absolutely. I'm not ashamed of that. But like she said, I think I've earned it after yeah. you know, going into my fourth Matt season. I think I've earned it. None of the guys yeah. on the Housewives shows, none of the men that get paid. Really? <laughs> it's only the wives. Interesting. But you know, it's. 
Well, I, I, but I mean, at this point, none of them wow. do. But they're really not in it. This is a this is about you right. guys. This is right. a relationship. They're just kind of there well, in the background of the party. Docu series. Yeah. This was a docu series when when we started. The difference between sixteen pregnant teen mom in the beginning and now complete difference. It's two different shows. Two different yeah. shows. It's like they're trying to make us into Real Housewives. And, and you be, know, and because yeah. and. What do you think about that? I've seen a little look on your face. <laughs> uh, well, I just think they're they're kind of it's a different mess. Like I th- I feel like it's a more important message what you guys are doing. And Housewives is fun to watch, like rosé and diamonds and, and glitz and glamour. But there's no real message. It's it's really a show about it conflict. We're always and fighting with true. each other, that's and that's true. not that's Reali- not a great reality. message. That's the reality. Uh, exactly, shows. but I mean but I think it's important. There's more of a story here i appreciate that than people just getting all glammed up and going to stupid parties and because of what you said earlier about the men being in the background Mm -hmm. that's the way i approached it when i started filming so i didn't really talk about myself a lot and in not doing that the world decided to fill in my background for me and then and i would look at stuff and say "Uh, you know i didn't realize i did that but again i've always taken the approach that this show is about those four women right and, yeah, and, and I inadvertently well, became front kid. and center on this show without well, you being asking part me. of her. You life know, all the... her... And now that I'm out there and there's nothing I can do to fight it, I'm just going to embrace it and say, okay, I'm here. Yeah, uh, might know, as well pay me. And pay this me is, I love her and I'm standing by her side. Right. And... Right. right. You know, with him, though, like all that stuff that came out, you know, and he's, I don't know how many times I've heard this man apologize or say you know i'm sorry for this i just was scared she was gonna leave me because of this that and the other and it's like mm-hmm. like nobody understands like come on you know you like you like all of your men you've ever been with are so perfect we all Get have a past we all have a past you i'm know, sorry you and me too crazy exes like he's got some crazy exes <laughs> yeah. like they're trying to store girls me. are crazy though let's just girls be honest are girls are fucking me. crazy like, is extort it's extort right or distort extort we've extort. had people try to money? extort us for money and to, like, uh, just show just show my cell like i was i would say if you have skeletons in the closet crazy. you might as well just put them on the fucking table and call it a and day. The funny thing see, is, though, they invent like new like, skeletons. Right, of and, course. And the, ta- yeah. the tabloid media, if they oh, can even be called media, <laughs> will will take anything that's written about me and Amber and with no validation to it and then put it out there and then, then come to us for comment after. And, and then three point, days later, boom, it's debunked. Yeah. And I really feel have... like people sit around and say, hey, we should make up a story about this person mm-hmm. and see what happens. I feel like they make shut up to see like they're throwing out bait right see. i don't want to be rude but look just look it up how much stuff is like written like like not you don't have to look it up but people in general look up all this stuff written about us and about him come on you we are smart people america and <laughs> and everybody we are we're smart people we know what's real what's not let's let's get real here let's and let's not treat you know me a person who's been through what I've been through and, yeah. and, and, and you know, um, and we don't let's feel not like treat me like I'm a naive child. You know, you know we, we uh, I know what he's done. He knows what I've done. But we also have nothing to hide. We're two of the most honest people you're ever going to run across. And, and I've Unless said, we don't want to hurt your feelings. <laughs> well, right. No, no, no. I mean, but there's no question that's ever been asked to me that I haven't answered honestly. Right, and, I mean, you guys put it all out there. Mm-hmm. And I think that is... That's that's why if someone's hating on you for something that you didn't do, you're like, why wouldn't I just tell you if I did it? I made all these other mistakes, and like, right, I'll own up to it. 
So if I did that, I would just tell you. The number one thing that I don't like is people who talk behind your back and people who talk about others who they don't know. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like a pet peeve of mine. And it's not just because of the show. I mean, it's just me, my personality. Welcome to right? Hollywood. <laughs> Welcome to Hollywood, honey, right. You know, yeah, I'm in Indiana in, in the Hollywood life, though, so you know. Yeah, no, but every, everyone has an opinion on you, and mm-hmm. they think they know you because they see you on TV. And, and they, they kind don't. Of, they kind. They know what they on. see. Yeah, they on yours. Yeah, they, they know what yeah. they see, but there's also the the, yeah. the you that they don't see, and it's Absolutely. just. Absolutely. But I learned the funny parts. So, sorry, about, sorry. No, I, no, I learned to stop caring what people think that I don't know. I care what my family thinks. I care what my friends right. think, and, that, and that's about it. Well, that's the, that's what matters. That's mm-hmm. the thing too is I if I had a dime for every time somebody said to me after meeting me. Wow, you're nothing like I thought you'd be. I would need to be in Hollywood. We would, right I would now. be rich too. Yeah. And right. I always say, well, "What did you think I was?" And then they can't answer me. They say, no. "Just they, well, they a don't bad wanna... person." I'm like, "No, I'm just a regular person." Well, I read this and this and this. Well, I read that too, and right. I laughed. You probably should have done the same thing. Or if you know, I've always said to people, if you have a question, ask very me. Very influential right. people are it. these days. Very influential. I wish. That uh, more people. I, I love media. I really do. Media can make you or break you. For sure. Um, however, I, I wish that the people that are reading everything or watching will will make up their own minds and and learn that, understand that they're smarter than just to listen. Dad, listen. My dad you reads know? shit and he calls me and he, I was like, <laughs> "Did you do?" I'm like. My if my own doesn't... fucking father can't, I go, no, I didn't do that. My brother and my mom does that. It's Just crazy. A little crazy. I'm like, you're my own family, and you're really doubting yes. me found... in this situation. Hey, everyone. It's former WWE host Lillian Garcia. Let me ask you a question. Do you ever wonder how your favorite stars make it to the big time? Then come check out my new show, Chasing Glory, with Lillian Garcia on PodcastOne.com. Hear me chat with some of your favorite athletes and entertainers about their rise to the top. It's about to get real, raw, and inspiring. So join me for new episodes every Monday on PodcastOne.com, the new Podcast One app, or subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Comedian Catherine Ryan. I, I, now, with this Netflix special, this is your second one? No, I had... Um... An audio special go out just as sort of a podcast type thing. And I've done a lot of stand-up specials in the UK on television there, live at the Apollo and the BBC, different things. All right, you're fired. Central. Well, my, you said it was her second one, no, but that's, that's okay. okay. Do you know where second might have come from? This is my first um, worldwide Netflix special, and I'm the second British-based comedian to have mm. one and the second Canadian to have one. Oh, so you get to you get to claim both? Yeah. That's kind of awesome. And like really I'm neither of those things. What am I? Am I Canadian <laughs> you're, anymore? You're a hybrid. I, I am. You're a hybrid. Yeah. I'm yeah. an illegal. No, I'm not an illegal. <laughs> don't don't say that in, in the United country. States right now. You might be you wanna be careful. I know, it's a scary time. It, yeah, it really is. Um so this one's called Catherine Ryan in Trouble. Yeah. What 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 is that? I mean, are you just always in trouble? Yeah. Pretty much. I think um, I I talk to my audience. I do comedy in a very unfiltered way, I guess. And I talk to everyone the way I would text with my best friend. You know those texts. Yeah. You never want to send those texts to the wrong person because they're for your best friend. Right. And you're not evil because she knows you and you're just having a laugh with your best friend. Well, that's how I just talk to everyone. And sometimes it's taken out of context or misunderstood, misinterpreted and... 
I get in trouble, which is crazy because I because you don't mean you mean well. Yeah, of course I do. Comedians are. We talk about dark things sometimes because there's lightness and darkness in life. So there should be lightness and darkness in comedy. We're trying to make the bad things better. We're yeah, you make... you find humor and tragedy. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I mean we all do. And so no. when an SNL writer is let go because she's offended people, but the president of the United States can say whatever he or she wants, <laughs> not naming any names. No, it's just a weird incongruency right now. Uh, I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to make people sad, but I keep doing it. Yeah. No, I mean, I feel you. Everything I do is pretty much I'm in trouble for something or another. And I don't really mean to. I'm just having fun in the moment. But then people take things in an inappropriate... They take things too seriously to an extent. And then then we're finding ourselves... I don't know. I I find myself now censoring things that I want to say. Oh. Because I'm scared of what will happen. Like, what more lawsuits I'll get. And (gasps) what more... You know what I'm saying? actual lawsuits. Oh, yeah. It must be difficult to have a platform like yours because in Britain, I'm super protected. It's like this little community. Everybody is my friend. Right. But here, I mean... You are very famous. Oh, I mean, I don't know about that, but I know that no matter what, it's you can sue someone here, even if you know you're a public figure. You can say I don't like what you said about me, and there can be a lawsuit. And it's like, wait, but comedians can say whatever they want about anyone, and you're not suing them. I mean, I I just I I feel like I did um, a show the other day with some comedians, and I was their guest, Mm -hmm. and they were asking me questions, and I found myself censoring yeah. my answers, which I hate to do, and that's not who I am. And normally I just say, what? Yeah. But and, and I'm just feeling that we're in a time in this in this world, especially in the United States, where I'm just, I'm afraid to be me. Oh, gosh. Well, it is super litigious. Yeah. Um, do you guys have that? Is, is that? Like, do people sue people all the time? And No, not the way it is here. No. People, I mean, there are libel cases brought up in slander and that now and then. Um, but for the most part, no. I mean, my hat, I take it off to you because that was tough. You should be able to express yourself, uh, not in a way that violates other people's human rights, but... But what is it? The first amendment? Is it the first? What is the... freedom of speech? Yeah, right. Why why can't that just apply to Mm -hmm. all of it? I don't know. But, I mean, I didn't know you'd had actual lawsuits. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I don't want to be famous like you. How long have you been famous for? Um, Let's see. I think when I started Housewives, probably... Five years ago? Were you like a teen model, though? I was a, a teen model. <gasps> Did you have to travel a lot? And I, be in yes. And I got to travel a lot because I was I was from a small city and I wanted to leave it. Yes. Same. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was good to get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> and I lived in Europe. I didn't go to college. I just kind of went to Europe. And college then, of life. Yes. That's um, tough. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't, though. It was so eye-opening and I learned all these different cultures and I met a lot of the friends I have today I met from then so you know 20 years later we're still all friends wow so it's good and then Real Housewives just catapulted you into this how quickly did it happen um it was you know it was really like I married an actor got a divorce they saw it you know in the tabloids and like oh this chick is not afraid to say anything she wants to say because I was fighting back so they just came to me I knew one of the girls on the show, and they said, do you want to do this? I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't have anything else to do, yeah. and I don't have a college education, and I have two kids to support. Hey, well, that's a really nice way of turning lemons into lemonade then, because yeah. I didn't know that this... I knew about the uh, split, the scandal. That was yes. worldwide news, but... Um, <laughs> and 
hey, I was it, angry as well. <laughs> I think uh, it was fascinating. And aren't we funny that we want to read and know about someone else's marriage? It's a, it's a strange world we live in, and that's what I'm always commenting on, the meta-narrative of it all. We're all in trouble. What does that say about us? But then that you have this career and that you've continued to be out, outspoken in a public figure. That's really cool. Well, thank you. I like it. That's I very sweet. Well, yeah, no, I mean uh-huh. it. I watched the show. I'm a big fan. Um, yeah, I mean, it's good. You know, it's great. I mean, it was like, it was what was I gonna do? But at the same time, you know, it's a double edged sword because like we were talking about always in trouble saying things that cause lawsuits and getting people pissed off. Yeah, but you are like, it's a David and Goliath situation because the media is like this beast and then you can tame the beast or not. And it really came after you hard. I mean, we know what the tabloid culture is like. Britain kind of invented that. Oh, yeah, you that. guys. I know, right? And then you tamed the beast, and that's amazing. I don't know. That alone. That's very there sweet. There should be an awards spectacle <laughs> in Los Angeles. Yes. I'm going to get an award and shit. Yeah. That would be awesome. It's hard. That's no. hard. Well done. Uh, thank you. I don't know if I could do the same. No, you could. Just run away you back You seem like you're very ballsy, and Ooh. you have it all together. Did you ever want to come out here and do comedy yeah i did comedy for the first time in la at the comedy store last night oh wow how'd that go it was fun it was weird because in britain i was always special because i sound like a monkey to them but then here (laughs) yeah here i don't have an accent really i'm i'm just it's a it's there's a little difference if people didn't know where you were coming from she's an asshole yeah right (laughs) is that madonna who is that Madonna's brother. That's yeah. me. I sound a bit like that Dorit. Yes, you do. I was going to say it, but yeah. but I actually like her. I like me her. Too. I like it. I'm not mad at it. No. I feel like it's but, sexy in a weird way. You just can't help it if you're like in a lot of airports and grew up all over the world. You're going to talk a bit. And like your husband this. has an accent. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. guess you're going to pick that up, but That's half the it. time it's, you know, I like it. But it, it, you wouldn't think that. Britain is a completely different culture to America. As I didn't, you know, it's um, we have the same sort of right wing government at the minute, and we are both very Western developed nations. I didn't think it would be super different, but it is different over here, and there's sensitivities over here that I'm not used to in England. Also, I'm very spoiled in England. Everybody kind of knows me, and here no one does. And so it's like starting to, from scratch. It is like starting from scratch. You have to introduce yourself all over again and do the whole "Hi, my name is this" and be really clear about your jokes. And um, it's tough, and it's very competitive. You have a lot. We have a lot of amazing comedians in Britain, but this is obviously a much bigger country, bigger audience. You have more comedians, um, but it might be good just because. Yeah. I mean, when you when people know who you are and they expect you to be funny and. Do you find that maybe you could get into a little bit of a rut and then coming out here, a different audience, you can find how to change up yeah. and, and change what you're putting out there and get new material really just from having a different audience. Definitely. It's good to to do that, to challenge yourself because you get lazy if yeah. everybody's like, great okay, job, We Catherine. love you. You're <laughs> yeah. awesome. Although you can do no wrong. <laughs> Britain aren't really like that. They are the most... Um, witty and cutting, sarcastic, caustic, self-deprecating country. I love that. Last but not least, Brandy's parents. This is a little boring, so let's do a game. My producer, Will, is in there, and he has written up some questions for you, and he's going to go ahead and... You want to put your headphones on? And let's try to be kind. Be kind to rewind. Okay, this is not a word game, is it? (laughs) No, Dad doesn't play word games. Now, most of these questions... You guys have talked about a lot of the stuff that I was going to ask. That's okay. So we'll, we'll, maybe some of this might be reiteration. Who, uh, 
Is Brandy at all like her other siblings? Not at all. No. No, she's not. In fact, none of the three of them are very much alike. Thank God. They are all very independent young young. Not that young anymore. Women. Yeah, they are getting kind of old. Yeah. Did the other two cause as much trouble? No. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm going to say no, too, on that one. Yeah, that's... um, This was Miss Mischief Maker. Mm. Somebody had to keep us entertained. Oh, yeah. I I have to interject here something. When I was growing up... My dad looked at me like I looked at Brandy when she was growing up. So. <laughs> like a criminal? <laughs> like a criminal. Like that was going to be my next question. Oh. Who, out of the two of you, does she take the most after? Well, she takes... Uh, it's a 50-50 split. Okay. Now, Brandy takes mom's intelligence. She's very smart and witty. True. And she's got my con right down to the... I'm not a con! <laughs> and you're not a con! That's why I don't understand why he says con artist. Stre- okay, I'd say street smarts. Street okay. smarts. Yes. Right. She is street smart, but she's also very, very smart smart. Very mm. intelligent. I just can't spell for shit. Well, that's called creative spelling. It's um, It's been going on my whole life. You could read something that you had written with your creative spelling and know what you were saying. Right. So, I, if, I, I like to sound it out phonetically if it made sense, and that's how I'm going to write it. Yes, These I silent know, letters I, are stupid. I will say, though, that your writing has improved now that you're um, over 21. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I have really beautiful handwriting. I just can't spell for shit. I really like the term creative spelling. Mm-hmm. Which is yeah, like it is. It's creative fact. spelling. That's like something a mom says about their child. <laughs> well, I, I just didn't want to put a negative connotation on it when she was, you know, trying to learn. Yeah. Right. Um, did she ever run away from home? Um, well, that depends on what you call running away. She did leave home at 16. Yeah, that, I also, yeah. I ran away and I moved to the garage. Do you guys don't remember this? <laughs> no, I don't remember I that. Ran, I went, moved to dad's truck in the garage. I'm like, I'm going. <laughs> and I stayed in the truck in there. It was freezing. But uh, How was, long? Five minutes? It was a few hours. But I remember <laughs> I packed a bag. I was like, I'm moving to the gay rage. Did you get pissed off at Trisha or something? Who knows? Trisha was always beating me up. She was a horrible sister. It was sister. probably dad. She wasn't a horrible sister. She's, She's just... beating the shit out of me all the time. Well, you probably deserved it. I just borrowed her clothes. I just wanted to wear her clothes. <laughs> I we shared know. a room our entire lives. A teeny tiny room. And she was... She had better clothes than me. I got her hand-me-downs. I wanted to wear her shit. Well, she made money and she bought her own clothes. And then... Well, no, when we were little, I got all of her old stuff, and you guys got her new I stuff. I bought you new clothes. Not really. I, yeah. got, oh, I got to see. Oh, my God. I wore, what Trisha, well, I wore what Trisha used to wear, and then when I borrowed her shit, she beat the shit out of me. Well. Now, this is through Brandy's eyes. Now, Judy's, Judy's eyes are totally different. Yeah, I, I would, because, uh, let's face fair. it, you were a bit of a slob. I was, uh, that is true. I did, I so did when put you, everything under my bed when, when you, you borrowed When you borrowed Trisha's clothes, it got wadded up and shoved under the bed. Because I didn't you were want her to them. know that I borrowed it, so I had to hide well, it. Well, then you didn't, you were surprised when she was pissed off when she found them? Well, yeah. Well, you shouldn't have been. Um, did you let me wear whatever I wanted to wear whenever I wanted to wear it? Mm, yes yes you did <laughs> I was going to say the answer is yes and how many times was I sent home from private school for that at least twice at least twice once um, the teacher they didn't have a dress code at school we didn't no they didn't send a dress code home and I bought you guys cute little sundresses and sandals and I remember I had a black and white hot mini dress and, and it, it was, was a drop waist it was a sexy sweater dress and they sent home a note saying that this, the clothes were inappropriate, 
And they wanted you to wear dresses that were mid-calf with big puff sleeves and giant bows in the back, like your teacher wore. And I was like, well, then you can buy their clothes because I just bought a bunch of new clothes and they're going to wear what they've got. I know. We had Mervyn's had a sale. It was my first mini dress and it was, I was, I was liking it, but I got sent to the office. They had to call dad to bring me different shoes. We couldn't even wear sandals. No. Like that was so Not stupid. Not without stockings. You had to have stockings on or something. Who wears stockings when they're uh, in fifth grade? Well, you know, when you have those enticing toes, the boys get all. Oh, I have a bunion. I've had a bunion. Thanks, Dad. You remember what, what mom did in your defense? When she yeah. went to the church? She looked well, like they, a hooker. They, they <laughs> had parent night, back to school night, and I got a black mini skirt and red tights and a red top and high heels. That is straight up hooker-esque. I mean, red and yeah, black. Yeah, she looked good. Red I, <laughs> I, was, I was making a point. My mom always used to say... She didn't. She would never wear heels with jeans because that's what like hookers like would my, like or wear. And my dad would always be like, "Ooh, it looks so hot." And he used to call you thunder thighs. Do you remember that? No, no. I don't. Either. Oh, but you, you didn't have them. But he used to call you thunder thighs. And it was a really fun time when he put those firecrackers in our wood burning stove. That was hot. That was a good move. That was not a good move because when I he just threw them in there, thought, thinking it was funny, and then when I built a fire later in the evening no, when it was I, cold, it popped right yeah, in my ear. Yes. A lot of them. I it threw it them the in. Shit out of us. I threw them in when the fire was on. Not, not. No, I don't. It was mom, mom went to make a fire, and then not, when she lit it, you weren't even there. Oh, I don't. It was just. It was just that. a like. He was a prankster. A little bit of a prankster. Oh, I wanted to kill him. <laughs> I remember. All right. Sorry. Next question. Sorry. Did you like any of the boyfriends she had? Or did you dislike all of them? It was a toss-up. I think um, there's a, a couple of them were... One in particular was very arrogant, and I, I didn't care for him. And, and we know his name. And yeah. I actually liked him. He was he came to my rescue once when I was working, and I needed my car battery was dead, and I needed someone to come jumpstart it. My husband was asleep. So I was able to call him, and he came and helped me. So and I always had kind of—I liked him. Was I he the person? Like nice guy. Was he the perfect man? We're still in for, we're friends still. And you know the problem with me is my hours were different, so I didn't get to know him. Right. I only saw what I saw. But he is. I mean, he's a little arrogant. Let's be clear. Well, well, and you weren't the match made in heaven. No. Obviously, because um, you but fought about, like cats and dogs. My first date, uh, he pulled up in a green van, and my dad made him come in the house. So he could inspect the van while (laughs) while he was was in It was Robbie Hoyer. Remember that? I do. He was hot. He was like one of the hottest guys at school. He wasn't the one that was like the Ken doll they called the Ken doll. No, that was Brian Johnston, my other boyfriend. (laughs) He worked at the... Yeah, I got the hot ones. Yes, you did. But I don't remember Robbie. That was my first date. We definitely made out, but I wouldn't have sex with him, so... (laughs) Um, that was it. Okay. So it didn't go any further. The van did not work on me. So we're moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you think Brandy uh, isn't a big fan of mushy text messages from uh, from her new man friend? She's just not a mushy kind of girl. I mean, I'm not a mushy kind of girl. My husband and I don't do mushy Valentine cards or birthday cards or anything like that. We're just not mushy. Mushy. And I think that's... I don't know. I feel like I'm just, like, tough and... and I don't know. I feel like I'm just not, like... You're you're more reserved? Not sensitive. I'm actually more insensitive than I am sensitive. So I feel 
it's like it's cute though I mean I'm starting to get used to it but I do call him Mr. Mushy and when he says I love you I said ditto dude gotta go <laughs> yeah not getting it for me well I know says, this I'm, uh, I'm comfortable with it this okay. gentleman that we're we got to meet last night um Brandy doesn't you know when Brandy's feeling very comfortable we we meet him we get to meet him this but is only we, the second person you met yeah I met yeah. you that's what I'm saying. Second person you've ever met. Yeah, since but my I mean, assessment. it takes a lot to get Brandy to notice. And when she said, "You guys got to come down and meet meet my man," and I'm thinking, "Okay, it's time." Oh, I mean, that sounds aggressive. I said, "You guys should come for a visit." Yeah. And what she said was that he wanted to meet us. Yes, he did want to meet you guys. So. Yeah, yes. and it was just it's a perfect opportunity. So I mean. Yeah, it's it cute. worked. All right, go on. Considering that you guys feel like. Uh, there's a little bit of hell that you probably went through as Randy was growing up. Yep. You're looking forward to her going through the same hell when Jake becomes a teenager. She I'd already rather... is experiencing it. <laughs> it's already happening. He's a little shyster. I mean, cute I'm, as a button, they but know oh what they're my doing. god, they like to push. My, they like a re- to get a reaction from me, which mm-hmm. they do. And um, yeah, they're they're definitely they know they're like they know what they're doing. They just like. So they do something, and they look at me and wait to see what I'm going to do. And you've heard that karma is a bitch, you know? Yeah, it really <laughs> fucking is. <laughs> well, you know, that's what every parent wants, is for their um, kids to experience more or less what they experience. It's sort of an epiphany. You have this epiphany like, oh, this I is find why myself mom and dad. saying some of the shit that you guys used to say well, that drives me nuts. I'm like, oh my god, that sounds just like Judy. Oh my word. I've become my mother. I know. But <laughs> as as... Judy and I are parents. Uh, we were very blessed with the kids we got. And Brandy and my son are very blessed. I only got arrested once. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, yeah. you know. I went and to I, Jumbo. I stole some Oxytan, and then they, I got caught. Yeah, that cost me $310. I'll never forget that. <laughs> <laughs> it cost you 75 it, 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 I had to talk scary. him down. I, I offered to work for him and stuff. <laughs> the to police? Pay down. Wow. No, yeah. the Jumbo store. No, no, no. Oh, but the no, but they took me away. And, no, it was a police car. They, that took, they me took away. her to our house in a police yeah, car. Yeah, I had to go like, to oh, the. Oh, boy. I had I to go am talk to the. In trouble. I had to go talk to the store manager and ask him for. You know, I was in the grocery business too, and I know exactly where he's coming from. And uh, I thought we I had to pay to, the fee to the police. No, I paid it, and that you paid I didn't, me. I had to pay you back. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I you definitely. You didn't pay all of it, but you paid. I paid it. I always pay my shit. I got it down to ninety dollars, and uh, I was lucky to do that. Uh, well, I'm I paid for that oxytan, and I still I'm paying, I'm paying for, for it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download new episodes at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com.